This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Thomas Towers Foundation Show. Joining us is my friend. He is a comedian and he is the host of Fox Across America. Join me in welcoming Jimmy Fallon to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a TV commentator. And we need a few laughs, Jimmy. How was your week? Uh, listen, uh, I had the I had the same week I had the same week you did. Uh, but I have to correct your intro. You forgot to mention that I'm the best dressed man in cable news. Yeah, I forgot. You wear a tuxedo for every show. Listen, Judge, I, I gave you $50 to read the exact intro you read. But you oh, did my gosh. No, word. you didn't. No, I you kid. Didn't. I love yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I know you're kidding. All right. Now, listen, <laughs> uh, but you always do wear tuxedos. Let's talk about that. I'd like to be dolled up in a gown every day, but I can't. You know, <laughs> you have to come down to earth. You have to be real. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about it, Judge. The reason I wound up in tuxedos all over the Fox News channel yeah. is because, as you know, as you know, I started out as a cab driver here in New York City, driving a yellow cab 12 hours a day and doing stand up comedy at night. And when I got to Fox News and started to be surrounded by people like yourself, I quickly learned that I needed to distract from my glaring lack of intellect. OK, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. The, the jack, the jackets kids would always get a comment and it would buy me a minute to figure out what everybody was talking about. And yeah. now I've kind of closed the gap. And I kind of am dealt into these conversations, so I've toned it down slightly, slightly. Okay, all right. Well, but that means instead of studs, it's just satin lapels, right? (laughs) I'm not shopping at the same Liberace estate sale that I was in 2020. (laughs) All right, listen, uh, I'm going to let you uh, talk about where your next shows are. But, you know, i got to come to one of your shows. I really want to. But let's, let's talk turkey here. I was fuming in my opening statement today. I am so furious about these half-wit women, which makes me even, you know, when I see a woman in a position of power, I want mm-hmm. to applaud, okay, because mm-hmm. I had to yep. fight. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm no spring chicken here, but um, I had to fight to for an equal footing. But then when I see yep. people like Kamala Harris, it's like, oh, God, help us. This woman's a vice president. Even Charlemagne <laughs> to God was like, hey, Joe, step aside and take her with you. What do you think of that? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, in all honesty, it, it's such a, you know, this is a telling moment because Charlemagne saying this about Biden, he's not the first prominent black celebrity. The rapper Ice Cube said this. These conversations are being had. And the reason it's such a problem for Biden is they're not obviously going to lose the black vote because the Democrats spend the whole campaign calling Republicans racist. But they're going to lose a significant chunk of the black vote because what Charlemagne realizes is Biden has done nothing for anybody. There's no community you could point to and go, oh, yeah, those guys are better off now that he's around. And when you compound that with the fact that Biden does seem to be, you know, a little asleep behind the wheel at times. You think doesn't even he have can't the... even get the car started. What do you mean asleep oh. behind the wheel? <laughs> well, listen, that's a, judge, that's a good thing because nobody would let him drive them anywhere. Yeah, that's okay? true. And it's a Let's... clown car, but uh, yeah, keep going. <laughs> but, but the point is, Charlemagne has no loyalty to Biden. And if you remember, okay, Kamala was on Charlemagne's TV show about a year ago. And they got in a really contentious standoff where the interview got cut short because he asked Kamala a year ago. He said, hey, who's really running the country? We all know Joe Biden's not the president. And when Charlemagne was saying that a year ago, he never imagined that a year later 
they'd be talking about putting Biden on the ballot again. Okay, right now you are to get people to vote for Joe Biden. This is like selling a beach vacation to a movie theater that just watched Jaws. Okay, (laughs) it ain't easy. Like the Bahamas, right? Yeah, it ain't easy. Left and right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not good. So I, I applaud Charlemagne for his candor, because as you know, Okay, traditionally in liberal circles, even if you feel that way, you're not supposed to say it. Charlemagne doesn't care, and that's a problem for Biden because if these conversations happen out loud, he's going to lose a lot of his Hollywood support. That's why he's out in Hollywood fundraising right now. Yeah, yeah, his son just got indicted, a 17-count indictment, and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he's out there raising money as if he didn't get enough money from his son, but I'm not even going to go there. I want to (laughs) talk about um, these college professors. Uh, They infuriate me, the university presidents. Whether we're talking yep. about Claudine Gay from Harvard or Liz McGill from McGill. Penn or, yeah, yep. and Cornbluff from MIT, what's with these halfwits? Now I know that the educational system is screwed up. And by the way, spent a fortune sending my daughter to the University of Pennsylvania undergraduate, and then she went to law school at the University mm-hmm. of Pennsylvania. I mean, they can't even say calling for the genocide of a group of people, Jews in particular, uh, mm-hmm. is, is not sufficient and is not wrong. It's not sufficient to get them removed from the yeah. college. They should yeah. be fired. Uh, fired. Not, not, they shouldn't be allowed to resign. They should be fired before they can because there are certain questions that don't deserve a second chance. Yeah. Straight up, okay? Yeah. Is genocide bad? There's only one answer, okay? If calling for an intifada against the Jews, is that bad? Yet straight up, you get one crack at certain questions, you know? If you were hiring a, ba- if you were hiring a babysitter, and you're like, you're going to keep my kids safe, and they were like, probably not. You're not yeah. going <laughs> to ask them a second time. Like, Say that again? You're just going to move on to a new babysitter, and that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is absolutely stunning, and you wonder why our kids are so messed up. You know, if they called for if they called for the genocide of blacks, uh, every, oh, everyone yeah. in America would be out there furious. But Jews, everybody's like, yeah, I'm not so sure. <laughs> it's uh, it's outrageous. It drives me crazy because this is the one thing, okay, as New Yorkers, okay, as people who were here for 9/11, as horrific as it was, we knew the world had our back. Okay, to see the Jews going through their own 9-11 and having people respond to it with, yeah, but, okay, it really is disgusting. It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what drives me so crazy about it is the people doing this are the ones who were calling you and me culturally insensitive for the last five years. These colleges cancel Halloween because they say, well, you know, these costumes are culturally insensitive. This girl dressed up like a Disney princess, but she's not Polynesian. But now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to go to the rally calling for the death of Israel. I mean, pretty culturally insensitive. Yeah. And you know what? What is really incredible is the fact that they always needed a safe space. They needed a place to cry after Donald Trump was elected. (laughs) They need to be protected. They everything triggers them. They're a bunch of wusses. Okay, they just and, you know, and calling for the death of Jews where you actually have Jewish students on campus afraid to go to school because school Mm -hmm. telling them don't wear your yarmulke, don't wear a star of David. I mean, how crazy is this, Jimmy? I can't believe it. I really can't. And I feel so terrible that America has gotten to this point. It's really disgusting. No, it, it is. It's terrible. And, 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 and again and again and again, everybody needs to know that the people leading us to this bleak point 
are the people, okay, who get their way politically by calling the other people racist. I mean, how much time has the left said, you know, that white supremacy on the right was the cause of all this roots uh, anti-Semitism? Okay, whatever right wing, you know, jackasses are out there right now that are anti-Semitic, they're a mom and pop, you know, compared to big academia, compared to the elite college schools. And I'm not saying either of them are right, but the fact that we have so much of this left in our country is basically because the left has been using weaponized projection. They call everybody else what they are, and that's where we are right now. We were all called a racist for five years because they are. Right, and the amazing part of it is that, you know, nothing has happened uh, and that they could not answer a simple question. They could not Mm -hmm. answer is calling for the genocide of Jews. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the kind of conduct Terrible. that should be denied, uh, that should be punished. No, well, it depends on the context. It depends upon <sighs> whether they act on it. What do you have to do? Kill someone and then you'll say it? It's really shameful. All right. I, I want to talk about one more thing with you, Jimmy. And mm-hmm. that is uh, our favorite squad member, Ayanna Presley. <laughs> She's my favorite today. <laughs> she says 16-year-olds should be able to vote and criminals in jail should be able to vote. Now, I, I'm going to, you know, I want to be clear, I, even though I'm prosecutor, I'm hardline. Once you've served your time, darn it, you paid your debt. You should be able to yep. vote. They want them to vote while they're in jail. Can you imagine what the ballots are going to look like? Hey, everybody, you know, I'm going to go in there and collect ballots from the jail. This, I mean, this has got to be worse than the 2020 election. <laughs> well, you give the Democrats credit for inclusion. They yep. let prisoners vote. They let dead people vote. They are inclusive. okay? but no, the truth is it's absurd. But the reason you hear things like this is because it's more people they can buy votes off of. They want classes of people that they can count on for their vote because they need something from the government. So if you're a criminal, they can then run on. Well, look at all of these things we're going to do for people in jail. And you're sitting there as an inmate going, oh, I guess I'm going to vote for them. You know, if you're a 16 year old, they can cater policy towards you. And that's Mm -hmm. most of what the Democrats do now. They don't actually have policies that improve anybody's lives, but they have policies that are targeted directly at certain social groups. Every one of their policies, like, for instance, you know, they thought defund the police would get them the the black vote. You know, they they catered to black people with that, even though it was destructive for the black community. But then you take something like climate change. Who did they aim that at? Stupid people. They aimed it at stupid people. And stupid people are like, yeah, we can control the weather. It's the dumbest thing in the world. But that's how they get by. Now, you know what? I'm going to tell you something. I believe that, you know, the blacks, uh, they're now projecting that 22% of the blacks are going to vote for Donald Trump. And, you know, my liberal friends on the five say, no, no, that'll never happen. I'm going to tell you, I think it can happen. You know why? Aside from all this stuff we're talking about, I think the blacks are looking at at what's happening to Donald Trump. Here's this Mm -hmm. guy, you know, when he was president, they had more jobs that, you know, everything was, you know, more jobs than ever in the history of this country for blacks and minorities and all that. They're looking at Mm -hmm. him saying they're cuffing it and him, too, and they want to throw him in jail. And he's got he's got a uh, mugshot. I really think Mm -hmm. that they're going to go for Donald Trump in a higher numbers than we ever suspected. Uh, Oh, a million percent. And we know that's true. Because not only the quality of life argument that you just made about how things were better under Trump and the fact that 
you know, he is being wrongly prosecuted. But the reality is Biden. Okay, and we've seen this. Okay, Biden insults the black community at every turn when he says voter ID is Jim Crow on steroids. He's saying black people are incapable of getting an ID so much so that it would be worse than when the Jim Crow laws were physically attacking them if they tried to vote. And I think the black community and I know for a fact the black community has enough self-respect that they don't want to be pandered to anymore. But that's what the Democrats do. They pander, and it's insulting. And I'm telling you, okay, you're right to say 22. I, I, would, I would venture to say it's going to be 30 because yep. celebrities aren't scared to speak out on his behalf anymore because they've seen all the damage done to their communities. Right. Plus, there's another piece to it. Um, you know, the celebrities like Charlemagne the God, you know, he doesn't want Joe Biden to run. Where's he going to no. go? Is he going to, uh, if Joe Biden is on the ticket, is he, I don't think he's going to vote for Joe because he's had Joe fought with him the first time when Joe yep. said to him, if you ain't vote for yep. me, you ain't black. I mean, really, yep. you say that to a black man and then Kamala screws it up even more. <laughs> and now it's like the guy's a half wood. He can't walk and talk at the same time without falling or mumbling. So um, you know, you're not wrong. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I pretty much think I'm right most of the time. too. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, and that's just reality. And, and he can't campaign anyway. Joe Biden has the public appearance schedule of a groundhog. OK, yep. he ain't out there. If you tell people you saw Joe Biden, they talk to you like you claim you met Bigfoot. They're like, <laughs> oh, what was he? Hey, Vinny, this guy says he saw Joe Biden campaigning. Was he there yeah. with Elvis? They don't well, even believe you. You know what? They, they now admit that their their campaign strategy is bubble wrap. Last time it was the basement. Now it's bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. I mean, you know, I feel like he's El Cid. Remember in the movie, El Cid, you probably don't. They had to put what's his name up on a horse, you know, yeah. so that the so that the other army would say, oh, my God, El Cid is still alive. We better run for the hills. Right. That's what they're going to do with Joe, except nobody's going to run. Everybody's going to go after him. So I don't know. All right. Any final thoughts you have, uh, Jimmy, for the holiday? You want to wish us all Merry Christmas or what? Well, listen, you are, as you know, the wind beneath my wings. Oh, I'm not going to sing. You say that not, to every woman. But go not, ahead. Not every, not every woman. Like 83%, Judge. Yeah. I have a you know, discernible palate here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, the point is uh, I am very grateful. I am very grateful more than ever this year, for real, uh, for something I call family privilege. You hear a lot of terms like uh, white privilege, check your privilege. The truth is in society, if you come from a good family that has a work ethic, uh, that's supportive, that's privilege, like because a lot of people don't have that. And I'm grateful that I do. Yeah. And I think everybody out there, uh, you know, if you do have a good family, just be thankful for it this year, because if we've learned anything this year, it's a lot of families didn't raise their kids. Right, Judge. Right. Man. And, and you know what? <laughs> Thinking you're sending them to an Ivy League. Uh, oh. <laughs> that's probably the worst thing you ever did. All right. Jimmy ever. Fela, we love you. Uh, and uh, we will make sure that uh, in the new year, we will have you back because we love having you on. But All right. Love Merry it, Judge. Christmas. Miss you already. Right. You're the best. <laughs> See you. Goodbye. Up next on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Judge Janine Show.